Hi there, my name is Eli, and you're listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast, hosted by my big bro, Nate Burdeen, where he speaks about the now generation, Jesus, and everything in between. Enjoy the show, and thanks for watching. Hey there, and welcome back to the Youth of the Nation podcast, episode 45. We're super close to 52, and so I'm excited to record this. Obviously, I'm always excited to record, but have they come out later? Yes. Have they come out sooner? Maybe. But we have always uploaded an episode at least once a week, maybe twice a week if they've come out. So I'm so stoked right now because also the Lakers is getting real, okay? Teams have been trading left and right here and there. Um, as of today, we're still at LeBron and AD, um, and uh, I'm actually, I'll be at camp when this episode drops. No, I'll be back from camp, but the episode will drop, and then hopefully this episode will drop on a Friday, and I'll be back from camp, um, but it possibly will drop on Sunday. Um, who knows? Anyway, episode's going to drop sometime this weekend, and I'm just going to be recording all these episodes, editing them. Uh, having a special guest on one of the episodes and so that being said i think it's important to know this we must know that uh, the lord blesses lakers now i'm playing i got a text about that from my boy caleb he was like ah that's blasphemy anyway anyway we're gonna get into it and i just want you guys to know we're talking about cultivating your leaders and also cultivating your students and um, i believe i've had students who have fallen in all sorts of areas but i believe we can help them grow um, and help and lead them and so I'll share a different about a bunch of different scriptures that come up to my head uh, Parable of the scattering seed uh, the wheat um, wheat in the weeds um, Also gonna be talking about how Jesus called out a certain thing in each other single leader um, And also how he spoke to his leaders the way that they needed to be Needed to be and cultivated them in the way that they needed to be cultivated. So we're talking about cultivating students, um, leaders, and pretty much how do we how do we make something that may not be seen inside of a student, but make it come out. Basically, is like when you see greatness in a student and you don't know how to call it out. How do we do that? And hopefully, I can help kind of speak to that and how do we call out that mission and call out that heart that yes, you can lead people. It's okay. And so that's what we're going to be talking about on this week of the Youth of the Nation podcast. Let's get to it. Yo, we cannot just grow leaders and not help them grow. Too often what I notice is we call out a group of 10 to 15 leaders and we say, you guys are leaders, you guys need to grow. But then what I begin to notice really quickly is we don't help them grow after that. So we call out what's great in them, but we forget to actually use the great that's in them and not use it for our gain, but use it for the kingdom's gain and also use it for their gain. And so that they can see that they can do what you do on stage or at a young life club or at a, at a youth for Christ thing, like whatever you're doing, whatever mission or ministry that you're doing, 
they can see themselves in you. So we're going to go ahead and turn. Oh, should we in church now? Uh, I'm just opening my Bible real quick. And it's the parable of the uh, of the scattering seed. Right. And, and it goes like this. It says, listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds as he scattered them across his field. Some seeds fell on his footpath and the birds came and ate them. I think about those are kids that um, we, we, we have and God has placed them in our care and they fall and we don't pick them up. Now, that's a really stretch because that scripture is not saying this. But I mean, like there's he's scattering seed and some fall on the path and are eaten. And, and, and can we still save those kids? I believe so. And uh, because every kid, I believe, is a seed. And this all scripture all talks about plants and wheats and seeds. Anyway, every kid's a seed. Uh, and other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. So it fell on soil and the seeds sprouted, but quickly, uh, the seeds sprouted quickly because soil was shallow, but the, but the uh, plants soon, I cannot speak, but the plants soon wilted under the hot sun. And since they didn't have deep roots, they died. And this is what I'm talking about in our students. We have students who are falling on the correct soil, but we're not helping them grow the correct root. See, what I've noticed is uh, you've always heard the story from a preacher is when you pull roots, or you pull weeds, right? It's not just enough to cut out the top of the weed. You have to get out the whole root. And if you don't get out the whole root, you can cut that weed as much as you want. It's going to grow back almost every single time. So what do we do? Well, we help cultivate a soil, one that's deep so roots can grow deep. Because if it's a shallow soil, right? And I think about it like this, a shallow mission. Do people know your mission? Do people know what you're doing? Do people know why you do, why we do, what we do, for who we do it for? That's always my question, because what I've noticed in students and kids is they are willing to follow a mission, but the mission has to be clear. The mission has to be clear and they're willing and they're ready and they want to cultivate a soil. They want to be a part of something. But if the soil doesn't allow them to deep root, then what are we doing? I read a statistic that all it takes is one person for a student to stay inside of the church. I put air quotes around that because staying inside of a ministry. It takes one person to say, hey, can we talk? One person to save a, a student who may be on the edge or just or to save a student who may be second guessing life or to save a student who says, I'm not worth it. No, you are worth it. You're more than worth it. And, and God actually says so. Right. And he doesn't want our roots to be shallow. He wants our roots to be deep. See, and I think that goes into what I talked about last week with discipleship. Our roots have to be deep. If they're not deep, we've played ourselves. We truly have played ourselves. So let's get into this. As we go deeper, it says this. It says, um, other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on photosoil, right? I think about those students like that have thorns, right? And they choke up others who are growing. And I believe sometimes that's us. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as had been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Listening and understanding is huge because you can listen to the gospel and not understand what it does and not do out of it. See, if you just listen, it doesn't matter. Like I can listen to my, so 
to this song all day. But I can't say it's my favorite song unless I understand the lyrics and I understand the meaning. I can just say, oh, I like the song. And someone says, why? Wow. I'm like, I listened to it. Like, that that doesn't help you. You have to have a why to what you listen to. We have to have a why to our mission and also a why for our students so they can grow deep roots. As you go down, he, he talks about wheat and he talks about, and he, he, split, he explains the seed. And I think that's cool because he explains the seed. Uh, they don't, and but since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. Also, they have problems, right? If we can help them get back, as soon as, if we can help them grow deeper roots, then they won't run away when there's a problem or they're persecuted for following Jesus. And this, but the seed that fell on the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but too quickly the message is crowded out by the words of lies and the lure of wealth, so no fruit is produced. The worries of life and the lure of wealth. Worry, I've heard, is evil. Because it takes our, and, and this is what I think about, like in the garden, right? Worry, right? Worry kind of set in. Was, oh, hold on, did he really say that? I'm worried now, like I don't know if I can trust him. And worry a lot, a lot made us not trust God. I believe worry, which some people, there's a healthy amount. I don't know if there is. I think there's a healthy amount of knowing what's going on and questioning. But I think worrying is when we say, oh, I don't know if God can actually do what he's done time and time again. And even if he hasn't done it for you, he will do it. He goes down and talks about the weed of the woods, uh, the wheat and the weeds. Um, and his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat then slipped away. When the crop began to grow and produced grain, the weeds also grew. The farmers, f workers went to him and said, Sir, the field where you planted that good seed is full of weeds. Where did they come from? An enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull out the weeds? No, he replied. You'll uproot the weed if you do. Let both go together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them into bundles, and burn them, and put the wheat in the barn. So what he's saying is, I'm going to weed out the things that are unhealthy. They're going to grow together, but I'm going to weed out the things that are unhealthy. Are we helping weed out, clear the way, right, even after? Because if we put weeds in with wheat, we, I mean, you won't be confused because they look differently, but... That's not how you do it. You put the wheat in the barn because that's good. You don't put the weeds in the barn. You throw out the weeds. So are, are there weeds in kids' lives that we're help that they have to grow with because it's life, but we're not cultivating soil. We're not moving. We're not hoeing soil to so to move those things out of the way, right? It says grow with them, but don't uproot them. Don't uproot them because you might uproot everybody. Uh, you know, faith is a mustard seed, right? And so I just think about all of these things, and I think about all of these scriptures, and I think about this idea. How are we helping our kids grow? Are we helping our kids grow? Because if we can't do that, then we have failed. Not failed. Maybe failed. Who knows? What I do know is that God has called us to create. I was talking to this guy named Cornelius Williams. Uh, he's speaking at a Young Life camp right now, and I was at the Young Life camp, and he said, um, the mission we should be able to do is look at a kid and see something in them and say, how can I bring that out of you and how can we do it together? He constantly asked every kid, who's your leader? So that he could be in communication with their leader and said, we need to help this kid grow because they're a leader. And not just a young life leader, but a leader in every sense of the word. We have to help kids grow in what they're doing. So first point, uh, my first point is this. 
help. Understand how there's a farmer, right? There's always a farmer sowing seed. Be the farmer, help. If you see that some seeds are getting choked out, you can move them. You can clear them. If you see that there's thorns, you can clear those too. Make sure that the path, that the worries, any type of worry can go away because hey, we're continuing to preach a message that God is here and God is with us. Don't preach outside of that. Once we get outside of that, I feel like that's when we get tricky. But if we can stay inside of God's good, God is great. God does what he does and do what he do. Best is yet to come. That we've seen that they have a clear mission and we can cultivate them and move them towards the right way. Uh, my second thing, um, first one is help. Second one is focus. Focus on the people, right? When the, he is scattering the seed, he no longer cares about the seed that didn't fall and the birds ate it. Once the birds ate it, the seed's gone. Now, I'm not saying this as in, obviously, we're using kids as seed. I'm not saying abandon kids, but we have to focus on what the kids that God is giving us, right? I've had moments where I've brought my students. You bring them, you say, hey, let's do this. And one kid kind of goes to another leader. I have to be with okay that okay with that. Why? Because God's using that leader to cultivate them, not me, and that's okay. That's okay. If we're not okay with that, then what else are we not okay with? We have to be okay with that. God is going to use more people than just yourself to carry on and cultivate and grow leaders. It's not by yourself. There's farmers, there's farm hands, there's people who are all doing the work. So help focus my third one my third one is maintain maintain right you continue to work on seed continue to maintain the f the harvest continue to maintain the farm as i wouldn't even say it continue to maintain the seed don't just say okay that seed's got it together get it together because that seed could grow up and then start bending the other way and it's growing towards the thorns we have to get outside of the thorns away from the worries and the lure of of lust and wealth and all these types of things and build them right straight up, straight towards who? The Lord. So that's my ideas of helping cultivate students and cultivating success and cultivating a mission that we believe in is help, focus, and maintain. Help, focus, and maintain. Thank you guys so much for checking out the episode. Uh, hopefully, I've heard a lot of good feedback that you guys like these like shorter ones and the quick ones like quick and dirty. And these ones just come out like hotcakes and have a couple of these in the chamber. And so I will be out of commission for the next couple of weeks, but we'll be recording the episodes uh, and posting them as we get on, on that Friday schedule. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. It's going to be great. Um, I'm at camp right now, probably, and I can't wait for this one to post and I'll be back at camp again. It's going to be great. But thank you for listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast. I'll catch you guys next week on episode 46. Let's get it.